Hey y'all, I'm Bianca and I'm Shawnee and you're listening to Mindful BS, a weekly discussion about how we mindfully navigate through life's BS, the major, the minor, and everything in between. So you ready? Let's do it. Hey guys, welcome back to your favorite podcast. I'm Shawnee and I'm Bianca and you're listening to Mindful BS. We're about to hop into it. How are you feeling this week, girl? I feel good. You know, I really don't have any complaints. You know, I feel good. How about you? Girl, I feel amazing. But if we're talking about in this moment right now, I am tired, y'all. We won't get into the details, but uh, for my ladies out there, you know, sometimes you have hair dilemmas that you have to take care of and doing your hair at home yourself, especially when you are not qualified and trained, uh, you know, uh, what is it, cosmetologist? It's a little bit different. You don't, you be thinking you be in a salon for a long time, but when you do your hair yourself, it takes a long time. So I ain't gonna tell you, I ain't gonna complain. I got it done, but let's just say it took me a very, I don't want, I watched two seasons of a show trying to do my hair. That's all oh, I'm gonna say. <laughs> two seasons. And the seasons were 45 minute episodes, and they both had at least like 12 to 13. Yeah, hey. y'all, y'all, I was going through it, but it turned out pretty. She look cute, y'all. Y'all can't really see her, but she's giving me a look. It's a little vibe. It's a Thanks, little girl. curly little hat. I mean, thank you, thank you. You know, this is my old faithful hat. My old faithful. It's still a look every time. Thank you. <laughs> I, say, I say all of that to say I am tired, but I am blessed, and I feel good, and we're about to get into this episode. Yes. So I'm glad that we're feeling good and great because others may not be feeling so much and not so good news this week. It looks like Nicki Minaj and her husband are facing some very serious accusations. It looks like, um, if you guys aren't familiar, Nicki Minaj married her husband, Kenneth Petty, who was convicted of rape in 1994 after harassing a young woman when she was just 16 years old. Now, that woman is obviously older. She's 43 now, but she says that she has been f- facing a lot of um, backlash from Mr. Petty and Nicki Minaj. She's accusing them of contacting her family, trying to bribe her. And this all has led to a lawsuit, and which in the lawsuit, the woman alleges that. There was a $20,000 cash offer and that Nicki Minaj even offered to send her daughter a video message as a bonus for her 16th birthday. Yeah, this lawsuit, and again, this is all, the, the allegations of the rape, that's, that has happened. You know what I mean? That's documented. But as of the bribery, the, I mean, it's just, it's a lot. It's you guys know it's, it's innocent until proven guilty you know the lawsuit is still working but the part that really kind of I always feel like and we've heard this before in different cases um where people are being sued by famous people celebrities people of power I'll say this people of power because it's not even always just celebrities or famous people we've heard we've heard this before but the part that always kind of just makes me not feel good about the situation is when the victim shares um, or claims that 
they have received people coming to their home. Yeah. That's the part that really kind of bothered me about what the, the young lady said, because at one point, I think the documents or something stated that she had to end up, she ended up moving from her home because she kept receiving unexpected visitors. And you guys know what that means. People coming, trying to talk to you, intimidate you. And when you can't even feel at peace and safe in your own home, that is no way to live your life. So obviously this story is still evolving there's you know more information coming out every day um and yeah as to if the the pay for the story change is actual and factual we'll have to wait and see what the suit is what you know the disposition of the the lawsuit is but yeah it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot so like shiny always says we're wishing everyone all parties involved the best yeah for sure um those are some serious allegations and that's a very serious situation and especially for that young woman to be experiencing that she also says she hasn't been able to work since mm-hmm. may of 2020 due to severe depression paranoia constant moving and harassment and threats like shiny mentioned so this prayers out for her because like Shani said, nobody wants to live like that. And that's a very uncomfortable situation to be in. Absolutely. Moving on, you know how much we love food and restaurant news around here. Mm-hmm. IHOP, I don't know if you guys are IHOP fans. There are literally no IHOPs around our neighborhood anymore. But back in the day, IHOP was a staple, especially for me as a high school student after a game. Uh, you know, we love to go to a nice shake up at IHOP. Well, IHOP are shaking things up and trying to get more people back into the hop because now they are adding alcohol to their menu. You can go in here and you can get beer, wine, and champagne, baby. Now they say they're not adding hard liquor because they don't want it to feel like a bar. They still want it to feel like, you know, a family restaurant. There's a family restaurant where you can grab yourself a little drinky drink. So just to let you guys know what you can now find that I have, a little Bud Light, Blue Moon, and Corona on the beer side. A little Barefoot Bubbly Brew and Barefoot <laughs> Bubbly Chardonnay on the uh, champagne side. They also are adding a red wine too. So the first restaurant that they tested this out will be in Mexico. There's going to be one in San Diego. And then there's nine other restaurants that they're testing that. But if you live in New York, Ohio, Maryland, or Rhode Island, you will have your alcohol in your local IHOP by the end of the year. Yeah, honestly, I get it. I get it. But as soon as I heard this information, I'm like, why? 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 Um, it took Bianca reminding me that I have does sell more than pancakes. Because when I listen to it, I'm like, the only thing that makes sense to me is the champagne for mimosa baby. But I don't even know if I can order that with my food. Um, you know, places be weird about the time of day you can get alcohol and stuff like that. Nonetheless, I'm kind of not here for this and it's 100% just me personally like I I do understand it from a business standpoint not only providing their customers with the option to have an alcoholic beverage but I'm also sure you be going to help no I don't be going to help because I don't be going to help either (laughs) let you know right there because y'all know we love to eat yeah unless you know that nobody's 
fully checking, checking for IHOP like that. And I'm sure pandemic and all of that stuff has not helped. And I think that this is actually an introductory. I think this is a part one of a phase that they did not announce. I think it's going to start off as just these drinks. Time is going to progress. It's going to be after six o'clock, after seven o'clock, full. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I personally think because I don't know. I don't know. Actually, they actually are so ready to promote the alcoholic menu. They're changing their menu to allow pairing options with the menu. So like mimosa and French toast, strawberry combo and things like that. So I think they're really trying to drive that home. The Shami's point, we don't eat at IHOP, but on another perspective, um, I feel like IHOP is really cheap and re- families who have multiple kids or just have kids and want to have a eating out experience, you know, IHOP is probably a good um, choice for them. And as a parent, you know, even when you out with your kid, you still want to grab you a drink because I'm sure you didn't had a long day and maybe stressful taking, it's just stressful taking kids out the restaurants anyway. So I feel like it may be a good move on the IHOP part, but we'll see. Yeah, no, that's. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. So that's a good point. You know, we in the pandemic and times is hard. And I just feel like people still need to be able to find ways to enjoy themselves. So I agree. I ain't checking for it, though. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. so another thing that was really popular this week I know we talked about food but we also just like to keep you guys updated on what's going on in the world around us and I don't know if you guys noticed but July was hot as heck and if you guys didn't realize July was actually the world's hottest month ever recorded in the history of people I bring that up to say that research has shown that the warming the warmer climates are making heat waves droughts and floods more frequent and intense. And this week was a very intense week in weather. Now, I won't give you guys all the details because I don't have them, but just to let you know for your own personal reference and you can go do some research, there were floods in Turkey. There was wildfires in Nigeria. There was a state of emergency in Oregon due to extreme heat waves. There was a 7.2 magnitude earthquake in Haiti. God, if you coming back, just say that. Girl, you know everybody been saying this is this is what Revelation was describing. They're saying these are the last days. You have a, look, read my eye, okay. I just want to make it clear. God is my source. Back. I'm sure they say God is my source because you already know. I already know. <laughs> okay. But this is what I will say. First off. I want to say this before I actually make my comment on the weather. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world. And I've gotten to that point sometimes where I'm like, it's too much. You know what I mean? Like a part of me even being sick and taking that step back, I think was the perfect time for me to reset my mind. So if you are someone who has, like me, you know, kind of been affected by the things that you constantly see in the news, on the radio, like on social media. It's a lot of just like chaos and pain and drama. You know what I mean? Things that can really wear on like your emotions. Yeah. For someone like that, I highly recommend still being responsible and making sure you, you have the information that you need, but take a step back 
and remove yourself, whether that's from social media, maybe you take a break from actually sitting and watching the whole segment of the news if you're someone who does that and really just focus on finding peace within yourself, peace within your home, you know what I mean? And comforting your home because it's just a lot. And if we allow ourselves to continue to be impacted by all of this, um, just chaos and tragedy that will wear on you personally you know what I mean so I just wanted to say that in case people have been out there and and don't be like afraid or fearful I know that's easier said than done but really try to find peace because scientifically that stuff can also affect your body and I just want all of our listeners homeboys homegirls to be in a good space you know what I mean and feeling uplifted and happy now back to this weather this weather is acting up um and it's really just it's it's crazy to me. And I do want to say our hearts and thoughts go out to each of these communities, especially Haiti, um, that earthquake from the images and from what we've seen, things circulating, like people literally being pulled from under collapsed buildings, like just prayers to them. And I don't know if you saw, but uh, Florida has two tropical storms headed to it now. No, I did not see that. Yep. I just literally saw that um, earlier today. Florida has two tropical storms um, headed to it. You know, they always have like a little map of how they think it's going to hit. It looks like it may hit the the tip of the um, peninsula and then go more inside of like the Gulf. That's how it's projected to be tracked now. But, you know, if you are someone who lives in Florida and you're hearing this before the tropical storm is approaching, just make sure you're prepared. We know that even with that, it can be devastating to a community. So mm-hmm. just be safe, you guys. But I don't know. I have my ideas on how why the weather acting up, but me too. But we can save that for another time. Okay, some other honorable mentions. So me and Shani are going to start doing a new thing on the podcast and we like to give you our input on pop culture but you guys know that we have two shows and a lot of time they intersect so for our mental health and for you to watch our show y'all don't watch our show by any means necessary some of the things that we are just going to highlight and if you want our full commentary on that you can just head over to the blank space show and watch it so Two notable things that we wanted to mention in our honorable mentions was one, Rihanna's perfume selling out. Shout out to our our homegirl. She released, you know, another major money move. If it's one thing Rihanna gonna do, she gonna create a product and she gonna get her money. And just shout out to her for continuing to show, not even, I'm gonna say to show Black women, especially because, you know, she is super pro-Black women. But people in general that you can diversify your income, you can talk how you can say what you want, you can smoke if you want, you can do all of these things and really create your own lane, break barriers and get to the the big bag, okay? That's that's billionaire Riri now, okay? And that's why we ain't never getting no music because what she got to give us music for where she could just do the stuff that she loves and still make money, honey. Yeah. And that's, I, I feel like we talked about that before. Y'all, y'all really, I don't know if people be knowing this, but people really don't make that much money from their music. Like even, I don't want to even compare this. I ain't going to do it. Well, I'm saying, but think about it. Like the fact that she 
was named um, only like the second richest uh, female entertainer to Oprah. Let's you know that we, we know great music artists who we think are the world and you know what I mean? All it is, but that just lets you know that music clearly is not where the bag is coming from because there are tons of artists, female artists out there that you would think, no, like they're maybe even... Rihanna's big. I ain't trying. Y'all know I love Rihanna. I ain't trying to disrespect her, but there are even great, bigger music artists, and even they haven't reached that point yet. So that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And I would say something else, but then that would just be too much like us getting into it. So what if y'all want to hear what I want to say, just go to the Going Square show. But I mostly <laughs> agree with Sean. <laughs> Second of all, the other notable get into the bag babe that we want to shout out is none other than your favorite girl Beyonce Beyonce debuted another Ivy Park collection and this one was a tribute to American black cowboys and cowgirls how you feeling about this collection Shami I have a lot to say but unlike the Rihanna one y'all gonna have to catch my thoughts on this on the Blank Space show because I don't, I don't know if I'm on the same wave as everybody else when it comes to this collection. I'm going to just give you all that tidbit. My opinion may be a little bit unpopular, but check out the, the web show. Okay. Well, before we dive into our meeting in the mind topic, I did want to talk about one more thing because it kind of gives a good point into what we're going to talk about today is that earlier I know we've talked about Chrissy Teigen and what's been going on with her situation here or on the web show or maybe a mixture of both but as you know she's experiencing what we like to call cancel culture so recently this week she had made a post saying that she found it funny that two things are happening to her right now is one people in her comments are mad that there's not enough angry comments in her comments um they're saying things like she must delete them but she's like what like why like that's like really some next level hater type shit like why would I do that like then the other thing is she's like if I leave a comment under anybody's photo I could be saying anything the nicest thing you look great I love the outfit and people are just sending her hateful comments and she's like it's like people get all sorts of mad just because I'm alive Ah, this really, really, really bothers me. And I'm so, so glad that we're about to have the conversation we're about to have. So I won't get into it too much. But if she wants to delete hateful comments under her page, under her post, in my personal opinion, she has every single right to. And who, how dare anybody say like, there's not enough hateful comments under the post. Like to me, that just goes to show that it's less about holding her accountable and more about just making her feel horrible for whatever you're personally feeling against her and it's not okay that's not okay in my personal opinion agree I agree with you wholeheartedly um obviously we know that cancel culture was created as a way to hold people accountable it was seemed like it was designed to say like you know we don't really have much power but we have given you access we have given you raising us to power so just as quickly we can take it away but the thing is now it seems like cancel culture is weaponized like we're weaponized cancel culture people feel like they can't say anything because there's a fear that 
you can get canceled. And it's like, that was the theme of 2020. Everything was getting canceled. People, pancakes, Mr. Potato Head, like everything and anybody could get it on the cancel culture. So then it becomes, is it uh, a question of free speech? Is it censorship? Like what's politically correct? It becomes a whole thing. And it's like, is cancel culture even fair? Yeah. And that's something that me and Shani wanted to get in. So we could not tell this week, our meeting of mind section is about cancel culture. And to be 100% honest, even us discussing this almost makes me a little bit uncomfortable because for all we know, I mean, I'm hoping that's not the case. We could say something that somebody's like, you guys are absolutely wrong. Like, that's not true. And then before you know it, We've seen this happen to people. A clip will go viral a lot of times from something they said seven, eight, 10, 20 years ago. And it's now everybody's like, that was wrong. How dare you? You're pro these abusers or you're pro that. And it's like, no, all I said was, I think it's a little bit, it's going too far. All I said was, you know, I think this, and I, I agree with you, Bianca. I do think we're at a point where, it almost, especially as a creative, it puts people in a space where it's like, I don't even know if I can put out my art or put out my work or be my authentic self because now I'm almost operating in a little bit of fear and anxiety that if anything is even, even if it's not my intention, if it's interpreted the wrong way, I'm canceled. Yes. It's like, before it feels like social media has heightened cancel culture heightened cancel culture because social media gives everybody a platform everybody has a outlet to say what's on their mind which is okay but the problem with our society is if you share your thoughts it's either you're praised or you're canceled it's like there's no in between people don't believe in the difference of opinion enough to be able to see somebody's perspective and be like, well, I don't agree with that, but it is what it is. They feel like it's an attack on their beliefs if yours don't align with them. And that becomes the problem because it's like, nobody's going to agree with you completely. Every thought is going to have two sides. But once people come together and decide that for the masses, that whatever you said doesn't agree with then that becomes the problem and that's when you become canceled because you don't agree with the masses yeah I also think um because to your point that you mentioned a lot of times it'll kind of start on social media by someone sharing something sharing their perspective on something we talked about this before when we talked about the the positives and the negatives of social media. Sometimes I feel like people get canceled before the full research is done. You know, social mm-hmm. media doesn't operate on innocent until proven guilty. It's like, we got that clip, guilty. You did yep. it. That's done. You're done for. You know what I mean? And it really, really, it really is really, really tough. Um, and even with the Chrissy Teigen thing, if we want to take it back to that, because I know she was like one of the most recent ones that we had where the young man came out and accused her of one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. She had to own that. But then it was like almost like 
a few days later where they were like, well, actually he is not the most squeaky clean person either. He didn't did some stuff too, but those first few days before that came out, they was ripping her to shreds. You know what I'm saying? So yes. I wish more people, even if you see something that you dislike, they, I wish people took a little bit more time to fully even get the information and then make their informed decision on how they want to treat or you know go about their relationship or their support of that person yeah so in your personal opinion just to clarify do you think cancel culture is being abused to an extent to an extent I think so I just feel like people are using the opportunity to say because I don't agree with you we no longer support you and they are not leaving any gray areas for them it's like people aren't giving people grace and to be honest the thing that really bothers me the most about cancel culture is I feel like it doesn't give people the opportunity to be human we know that we are human we know that we are all going to make mistakes our kids we teach them that you guys are allowed to make mistakes but when you make mistakes you need to admit that you're wrong you need to apologize you need to show remorse make amends and then learn and grow from it but when it comes to celebrities or adults we don't allow we don't create an environment for them to correct their behavior it's like oh they should have known better oh you you knew better you shouldn't have said that like we don't give them the opportunity to grow and develop because just like i made it i done i've said dumb shit i've done some dumb things i'm not the same person that i was when i made those statements and I feel like a lot of times we take one person's confidence or one bad action or one irresponsible tweet. And then we decide that that person no longer deserves their livelihood, the support and the other things that they need to survive based off one bad decision. And we know bad decisions happen in an instant. Absolutely. And I too am not perfect just you know to clarify there there are things that I've said especially you know back in the day middle school high school mm-hmm. that I have done that have you know hurt friends hurt family hurt people that I may have known because again I was a child and I didn't know any better I'm every single day I'm learning you know what I mean and when I get new information I apply it and I feel like that's my biggest thing with cancel culture Although I do feel like the intent was to hold people accountable, in my personal opinion, it has definitely turned into more of a space where people are condemning people. And for me personally, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Accountability looks different for many people. And what I've come to realize is that for a lot of people, accountability means I want you to suffer. I want you to be in pain. I want you to hit rock bottom and almost a little bit of bullying in my personal, in my personal opinion. And we can use the Chrissy thing as the example, when people, when you're saying there are not enough hateful comments in your posts, that's, that's, to me that's bordering bullying because now you're literally saying like come on you guys like let's load this back every time she agrees we want her feel bad I just feel like that's the other thing it's like a pile on effect for the people who are canceled they're listening to thousands of people sending them hate and like making all kind of derogatory comments about their families 
desperate. It's like a lot of times it don't even be that deep. Sometimes, I mean, I get the situation being trained where people will say anything to anybody. Imagine if you were on the receiving end. I think what cancel culture does that's dangerous is I think that we do need to call out bad behaviors. I do think we need to hold people accountable. I do think we need to let people know when they say or are doing things that are not beneficial to their image or what we love or know them for. But the problem is we are so reluctant to forgive. Like, okay, we called them out. We let them, they know what the problem is, but you are not even creating a space to forgive them. Because like with Kristen Teigen, she said what she said. She made her peace. She's trying to hold herself to her level of accountability. And y'all, like, you ain't suffering enough. So it's like, it's dangerous because it's like Shani said, you want the person to remain at rock bottom. And to be truthful, I know we talk about cancel culture, but if you really think about it, people are not canceled forever. Like, rarely is someone cancel to the point where their career may not make a return do people take hits in their careers based off scandals absolutely i mean i guess we can all say that like harry weinstein canceled like we we generally canceled r kelly canceled like we feel like we like those are people who we can say yeah they were canceled but think about people like ellen degeneres ellen had a whole scandal abusive workplace allegations ellen show ain't get canceled ellen show got picked up for season 19 <laughs> y'all kanye was wilding for times everybody like oh he canceled kanye just sold uh, out a concert for an album that he didn't even put out twice we still don't even got the album like <laughs> not canceled so the media cycle and scandal is so quick that eventually like yeah it'd be a scandal but the next scandal is right behind it and the people are back on track Tory Lanez not canceled like so to be honest with you guys are we put all this energy behind canceling people and that's not even what we should be doing because honestly they're not canceled We just want to publicly acknowledge their misbehavior and then we should be giving them the opportunity to rehabilitate their reputation instead of deciding that they no longer deserve an income or a living or a way to support their families. Yeah, I agree. And there was something you said um, that I wanted to touch on because I feel as though it's not even the canceling that I have an issue with because there are some things and Bianca just listed some examples there are some things that I do think are worth people being like this is my stance on this and I want to publicly say to the people I'm associated with that this is how I feel about this because if you feel differently that may be an indication that you and I are not you know what I mean we don't see things eye to eye there may be differences and maybe we we're, we don't really gel you know maybe we won't really mesh so I don't think there's anything even with taking that stance I think it's not about what you say or the stand that you want to take I think it's how you approach the situation and I think the way that it is approached a lot of times like with the 
with the harassment for real for real under every single post with the emails you know what i mean i think that part of cancel culture needs to be reevaluated needs yeah. to be reconsidered needs to be changed because i have nothing against holding people accountable but i do not think that we should literally be i don't know pounding them to the ground until they literally are depressed and exactly. are, are contemplating suicide you know what i mean like that's i don't know i feel like that's beyond this is your lesson that's just like cruel and unusual punishment at that point um i agree so i think the thing that we need to come to is how do we hold people accountable check people's behavior but still allow them the space to show us that they've learned from that or they do recognize that that was an issue and then allow them to, you know, go and pursue their career without being quote-unquote canceled. I really, then this is going to sound crazy, I really think you do that by, in my personal opinion, speaking up about how you feel if you feel the need to and not in a sense of, you're a horrible person, F you, I hope you choke on, like, not that, but just say what so-and-so did is completely unacceptable and, you know, horrific to me. I will no longer support them, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I encourage you to check out the information yourself and make a decision, but this is where I stand on it, and take away your, take away the comment. Every time you actually comment on somebody's post, you're actually amplifying yeah. and even if you're saying something bad from a, a statistical standpoint that actually looks great for her brand and her team because now her her page has more engagement you get what I'm yeah. saying so you I feel like you say what you have to say and you take away your support you take away the repost you take if you're if it's a show you stop watching the show and that's how you do your part in holding them accountable I think sometimes we as human beings like to play God, for lack of a better sense, and and we go a little bit too much into judgment when we have all that. What's that saying? Let he who was without sin cast the first stone. We yeah. don't. All, none of us have the perfect perfect background, and I think that's what it is. You acknowledge what was done wrong. You say your piece about it in a respectful and uh, what's the word? Constructive. 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 Thank you, y'all. You give, you say your piece and you say in a constructive manner, not a hateful, not a demeaning, not a, I want you to, to die because it gets that bad sometimes type of way. And you just put your hands up because at the end of the day, guess what? That person ain't your friend. That person most of the time ain't your family. That person ain't put no money in your pockets. That person, you know what I mean? So don't even allow them to to take that much from you because like you said Bianca a lot of that stuff take a lot of energy just Crazy. to be you know what I'm saying but that's what I that's how I personally think what you think um I agree with you and another thing that you touched on that I wanted to highlight is when it comes to canceling people make sure you do your own research because like Shani said a lot of times things get missed construed communication clickbait like you get one little line then you decided like oh it's a wrap it's done we've all said and done things that we regret we are like shani said we are human we are imperfect that is part of being human is literally being imperfect and learning from our mistakes 
So I just feel like, you know, being a good person, it's ambiguous. People who do really good stuff still have flaws. They still have things that they have to learn. They still have to go through things. So like we want to be quick to cancel people, I think we just need to look within ourselves. And like Shani said, if you do do the research and you do feel like you need to disassociate, that's fine too. Like, but in the ways that she said that were constructive, not in the negative ways where you have to send death threats, where you feel like you personally need to slander them or attack them because that just takes way too much energy. And I just feel like we all, at the end of the day, have to remember that we are human. And the fact of the matter is we are all going to make mistakes and mistakes are what help us grow and what help us develop so we got to keep that in mind absolutely and I want the only other thing I wanted to say <laughs> this was kind of me just having a little actually like a little haha moment but if you feel if you feel so called to leave comments under the post I implore you to go and find educational resources for whatever that person did and leave the link as a comment you know what I mean leave the article title as a comment you know what I'm saying like yeah let that be yo you know what you said this here's a comment on the you know the truth about our community or here's a comment about how to heal or or deal with whatever your affliction is that's causing you to be this person and the only other thing um, that I wanted to say is, I don't remember, so never mind. I did have one more thing to say. I do feel like when people do apologize to cancel culture, it's either if somebody apologizes too quick, it's like, oh, no, they being insensitive. They just trying to throw something out there. If somebody apologized too slow, it's like, well, why they ain't saying nothing yet? Oh, that was a calculated response. They PR did that to save face. It's like, let people like I said give people grace to grow give people the space to communicate what happened or where they were at or give them the opportunity to share their side of the story everything doesn't have to be scrutinized and you know under the radar obviously we can spot an unsincere apology like but at the same time if people are trying let them try yeah everything ain't under speculation yeah I agree and remember that although we know about these things because most times those people are on a a platform that exposes their entire life and you know puts them under a magnifying glass that they're still human too and imagine you getting feedback from your friend right sometimes that feedback can hurt if you did something wrong that hurts imagine getting that type of energy from thousands or maybe even millions of people and really put yourself in those shoes because again I don't think there's anything wrong with holding people accountable I've been quick to say oh no I'm I'm cool on that there are still artists today I'm not gonna get into them because I'm not gonna amplify their name on our platform but there are still people today when certain things came out I have not touch their their creative works I haven't listened to it I haven't supported it so I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that I just I don't know I just really want as a as a society for us to intervene when it comes to cancel culture before it goes too far because I do feel like it's it's borderlining a an abuse and a misuse of power as a 
as consumers you know what I mean yeah I really do yeah okay it's almost like we we want to show you that we have some kind of power to win that it's not destroying you mm-hmm. yeah I know they say power make people listen I ain't gonna get into it but right um I think that wraps up this uh segment of meeting of the minds please let us know your thoughts on cancel culture have you ever had someone that you know in your life they have been canceled do you think it is you know borderlining bullying abuse of power and some of the things that we mentioned we love 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 to hear what you guys think and sometimes y'all really do provide us with a different perspective and we appreciate that so um you can hit us up in our on our instagram page hit us up on twitter slide in them dms because y'all love to be there tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl drop us in your group chat share us with your homeboys too we didn't forget about y'all too and help grow our podcast baby we on a mission y'all heard about last week hey if y'all don't share this podcast i can't keep uh make sure shiny showing up to work every week come on now <laughs> no i'm in a really good space i'm in a really good space that might actually be something that i talk about on the web show though like the space i'm in now and kind of what i share with you in our personal conversation bianca about you know yeah. taking that step i'm gonna talk about that on the web show tonight but yeah i do gonna- to give y'all an update real quick because i know y'all like being in our business ever since me and shani had our conversation and we told y'all what went down with the web show and everything shani been an a plus student y'all she been showing up maybe i'm not the student i'm the teacher all right let's keep it real okay Honestly. All I wanted to say is everything's been on the up and up. You know, we've been vibing. She's been coming with the ideas. She's been coming back on her normal, typically manager, Christianer, shiny shit. Okay. I don't know where that where she was at, but she back now, okay? No, I had to go find her. I had to go pull her up. <laughs> somewhere asleep. I had to resurrect that shiny, but yeah, we're back. Um, and we didn't say it in the beginning of the podcast, but we hope y'all had a great week and yeah, we hope y'all had a great week. But if not, try again next week. We'll try again this week. Yeah, this week. Try again this week. Actually, you know what? Listen, if you made it this far, because I don't even be knowing if y'all make it all the way to the end for real, for real. Mm-hmm. But right now, decide that to even if you can't commit to the whole week, decide that the rest of your day from this point forward is going to be good. Do what you need to do to make your day good, whether that's listening to your favorite music, whether that's going to get yourself a little treat, some ice cream, getting out in the sun. Decide today that the rest of today, whatever you're dealing with, put it on the back burner and focus on you and make this the best day. Okay? Period. And on that note, we out, y'all. Bye. Bye.